Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Used on a regular basis was back in the 1930s and into the 40s and the 50s when WWL, who was our mother station, our master station is another way you could put it, uh, when they were here in this building, the Roosevelt Hotel, and broadcast live for, for a long time, and back then, broadcasting live didn't mean a guy playing records and uh, making jokes in between the records. What happened then was you had live dramas which, yes. where you had yes. actors coming in and you know doing a half an hour program That's that you amazing. would be on the edge of your seat listening to to find out what was going to happen. And it was also uh, when, when all sorts of other things were going on, uh, there was a, there, the orchestra, yeah. yeah. That, uh, you they had some real name people in there, Pete Fountain, and well, yeah, and uh, uh, okay. see, there it is again. <laughs> no, 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 no uh, the various uh, yeah. music. Al Hurt, Al Hurt, Al Hurt yeah, was sure. was in the orchestra, and then there were a lot of other. I mean, just great musicians, and they would. All of that was live, and it came from right here in this building. For all I know, it could have been right where we're sitting right now that they did all that. And that was uh, a long time ago, and the, the uh, Roosevelt Hotel is now celebrating its 125th anniversary. And uh, they've asked us to participate in that. And so once a month we come out here and we, we have a little dinner. And we have, you know, of course, you can always, it, it would be almost a crime if, assuming you do drink to begin with, drink uh, cocktails and such, if you were to walk into this building with a little bit of time on your hands and you didn't bother to get a cocktail. Like a Sazerac. The Sazerac. And this place claims to be more or less the originator of the Sazerac. Really? Yeah. And also another famous drink, the uh, Ramos Gin Fizz, which is one of the most unusual cocktails you will ever have in your life. It's nothing like anything else. It is wonderful. It was famously created on the other side of the street from where we're sitting. It was <laughs> well, a bar. A long way. <laughs> it was a bar uh, called, oh uh, gosh, I can never remember it. It's. Uh, I'll bet you there's somebody listening to me who does does remember the uh, the old uh, bar that did the Ramos gin fizzes. It took a lot of shaking. They would have a lineup of bartenders, and they were always shaking these these things oh, okay. until they got very foamy. It was made with uh, egg whites in it, of all oh, things, wow. and milk. And gin, and orange flower water, and I wow. think there was one other ingredient in it. And it's, it's a wonderful cocktail. If you ever come here, and you've got a couple of seconds, uh, have one of those. The best place to do it is right next door to where we're sitting. It, it's the Sazerac Bar. The Sazerac That's the name, Bar. Okay. name of that. Right. And uh, uh, this used to be the Sazerac Restaurant, where we're sitting right now. They call it the uh, the Fountain Lounge now. I don't see a fountain room. Uh, it used to be. I'll tell you where it was. Right over there. It was over there, but a little bit this way. Okay. Uh, it, it doesn't show itself from where I'm sitting, but it, it was right in the middle of this room. Last time you mentioned <clears throat> about yeah. this bar being original, correct? 
Uh, I don't know if it is or not. Okay. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard that. It might well be because uh, why throw it away if it's that nice looking? There are a lot of old bars around New Orleans here and there. Uh, one of the most interesting ones was at Bruning's at West End Park for a million years, and it's over at the uh, SoFab, the Southern, South, wait a minute, the South, I always get this wrong, SoFab. It's the Southern, uh, I, it, it's, it's, it's the, okay. it's a, uh, it's a museum. Okay. The Southern Food Museum. Okay. So. So, oh, yeah, so fab. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll, uh, if yeah. somebody so, uh, knows what he's talking the about. The Southern there. Food and Beverage Museum. Okay. That's that's right. that's the name. So fab. S O S O F A B. Okay. Anyway, they have that, that old Brunings bar in there, and it's that's a monster. It's really huge. And another place that has a really huge historic bar is. Um, over at Muriel's on Jackson Square, uh, they got, I forget where they got it from, but it was from a fairly famous location. And in order to get it into the building, they actually had to rip down a whole wall to get to pass through. And, uh, and it's up there still. And then they have the ghost there, you know, uh, swimming around and getting in everybody's way. Talk about shoehorn. Shoehorn? Yeah. Sounds like a town in West Texas. Well, I mean, Shoehorn. No, West. <laughs> well, you were talking about <clears throat> trying to get a bar into the building. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, the guy who who uh, who owns the restaurant and runs it, Rick, he uh, he told me the whole story. It, it was a real ordeal. It, he did that. All happened under his uh, observation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Two six zero. 6368 is our telephone number. We talk about food over here. And let me give, make an offer to you. I don't have any dollar figures on this. I, I haven't been able to nail that down. But we are in what is considered to be the gourmet room of the Roosevelt Hotel. And you know in advance, before you hear another word about it, that that's going to be a pretty doggone good place. And I've been coming here since the 1960s. There was a feller by the name of uh, Tommy, which would appeal to me because that's my name too. Uh, Tommy uh, was the guy who ran this restaurant for a long time. He and all of his waiters dressed up in uh, these outfits that I think for most people would be considered to be outrageous. But back then it was very just, you know, as part of the heavy-duty service that they would do in this room. And uh, I had many a really great dinner in this room because of that. Anyway, we're trying to do that all over again. And, in fact, we've done it twice already. This is our third one. And if you would like to join us for dinner tonight, I would love to have you. I will sit at your table with you unless you tell me not to. <laughs> and I, I, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised that somebody doesn't tell me that uh, sooner or later. But we're having a dinner here. I think we're basically just doing it off the menu as opposed to a set menu. So uh, that's how it was last time. It went off pretty well. So uh, we are probably doing that. There'll probably be some featured wines and, uh, you know, a lot of other reasons to come here. But uh, get a sample of it and put it in the back of your mind because the next time you have something really fancy that you need, you know, you're taking out some best friends that you haven't seen in a long time or relatives or 
uh, just a place to go to celebrate some huge victory in, in whatever field you're in. And to come to this restaurant, I think, would be a good payoff for that. It's really, uh, it's in the old style in a lot of ways, but not so much so that you walk away from it saying, what's, you know, what is this? That doesn't happen. Uh, it's uh, just a, a very charming restaurant. They have live music in here. We'll take advantage of that as well. So we have a full uh, evening of uh, great food, great uh, cocktails, and also live music, right? And it's New Orleans music, too, right here in the uh, Roosevelt Hotel. This is uh, known as the Fountain Lounge. And all you have to do is just get in the lobby of the hotel and say, where's the Fountain Lounge? And they'll point you over to it. And uh, have a seat and enjoy yourself. Hope to see you tonight. And we can shoot the breeze for a little while even, you know. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Just because we're over here at the Roosevelt doesn't mean we can't talk to you. So uh, give us a, a call. Tell me what you've been eating lately and uh, where you've been eating. 260-6368. Last night, I went to... Uh, the uh, not the oh, I almost gave you the wrong one. Um, I went over to uh, what's on Bienville Street, and uh, <laughs> I hear all the bees involved in it. Um, anyway, the uh, we uh, uh, Channel Twelve, the educational station is what they used to call it, public stations, what you call it now. Uh, they are we're celebrating an, another year of of a, a series of dinners that they have been doing for a while. I'm a little bit chagrined to learn uh, that what they are doing is almost identical to what we do with the Eat Club, except that they really did beat me to it by about three months. And, uh, but it started at about the same time with fixed menus, the chefs going back, creating a lot of new things and putting, you know, pairing everything up with, uh, uh, with the wines. And uh, just a great evening comes out of that. And went to that last night and saw Peggy Scott Laborde and Errol Laborde, who's the editor of New Orleans Magazine, and a whole bunch of other people, including a few who I, I didn't know at all, but they walked over and they said hello. Uh, I, you know what? I never uh, failed to get a kick out of that. I mean, I, I, ju I just wish that I had been as popular uh, when I was a teenager, as uh, I, I am now, or at least I seem to be. I mean, uh, that's how it comes across to me. So, uh, Well, you would have been uh, popular if you offered to pay, pay well, for a check yeah, in a restaurant. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe not. You never, you never can tell. Yeah. Well, anyway, those th th you know, if I uh, had to go back to a certain age, uh, my, uh, what, what would your pick be? If I had to go, yeah. oh my goodness. Okay, all right, if, if you could uh, all of a sudden get older or get younger. Well, I would go, go for younger. Okay, which, what what number? Oh, what, uh, how many? Um, I would say for me it would be like at least my early 20s, yeah. uh, 20, 21, something to that effect. Someone um, asked me that years ago, and I didn't hesitate for a second. I, I blurted, and I would not change this even now. Knowing Six, what I know 16. now. 16. Oh, 16. 16, absolutely, okay. yeah. all right. Yeah. I watched both of my kids growing up. Yes. And they had a ball. <laughs> well, I, and, can, I can understand yeah. that. Uh, and uh, I, was, I was a little too nerdy for the... For, yeah, that was my problem. <clears throat> the, yeah. Uh, the well, a lot factor. of us have that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Pocket protector. Yeah, yeah, one of those. That, that kind of thing. Well, I have a, I have a, a variation on that. I have fountain pens. Yeah, but the, the yeah. pocket protector because it really told the girl it protects that protects your pocket. Oh, oh well, that's that's. <laughs> I I won't uh, inquire any further. And but uh, anyway, uh, if you come to our dinner tonight, we can talk about all of this at great length. <laughs> yeah. They can have you sing too. Well, I'm I'm I hope to get away with that again because Ron let me do it last time he was oh, here. Piano right yeah, behind. Yeah, I know. That's where he plays. He's yeah. good. He's really good. Uh, it's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero six three six eight. We have for some reason this year, uh, this week, we have had an unusually busy time on our phones. Uh, people calling with all kinds of interesting things. Uh, and here we are over at the Roosevelt. If you have any remembrances of the Roosevelt Hotel, uh, what, for whatever reason, that would be fun to talk about. But you don't have to. If you have anything else on your mind, you know, like, Tom, how many slices of tomato are on a hamburger? You know, I, uh, we, can, we can talk about that. And if we get into it enough, we can actually start a good argument on that subject and see what we come up with. Great taste, so, less filling. <laughs> it could be. Could be. You know what? Uh, uh, the last time I told somebody this, uh, there was some, one of the managers of the hotel. Right, yeah. And he, he looked at me like I was nuts, of course. You know, we know the reason for that. It's because I am nuts. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I think they make the best cappuccino in New Orleans over yeah. here. And it was just the thing because on my way over, I had a, a real busy day today. I just, I just had way, way too much to get done. And I was coming across the causeway, and I was thinking, let's see, how can I finagle uh, a room to take a, a half-hour-long nap before we uh, have the dinner tonight? And, uh, you know, other thoughts along those lines. Uh, and... Uh, we just, uh, instead, we just keep on going. And anyway, I had some of this cappuccino, and it's it brought me back to life. Looks like you're enjoying that cappuccino. I really, I mean, the flavor of it is exactly what I want I out of this. You might have to try that. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's things that you don't like. It's, it's you got hot milk in here. <laughs> I, and well, it's, fo- it's frothed up, real, real, you know, but you dark, dark roast. Caffeine oil, I'm and dark pretty sure coffee, there is, yes. yeah. Well, it, it it has brought me back to life. Well, I was I was a little yeah, out of it I, when I, I feeling, you know yeah. after you sure. spend an hour on the causeway, the most boring uh, road in America, or eat a big lunch, or eat a big brunch. Yes, you know why not? It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Call us, talk to us about where you've been eating. If I can help you with a recipe, call me about that. And. Uh, Anything else on your mind, we, we will talk about all of it. Uh, 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in, and uh, we'd love to talk with you about what you've been eating. Our program today is sponsored by uh, a restaurant. It's really an oyster bar more than anything, but it has a name that uh, different people pronounce differently. Uh, for most people, you look at it and you'll say, oh, Felix's. You know, Felix is a common enough name, I guess. I've known a few people with that name. Uh, but uh, another pronunciation that you'll hear, especially from people who have been around a long time, 
Felix. That's the one I like. It's got a little swing to it, a little French quality to it. Anyway, Felix's or Felice, Felix, uh, whichever one you choose, it's over there on Iberville Street between uh, Royal and Bourbon Streets. It's been there since the 1930s, and they have uh, seafood, obviously. The Oyster Bar is the highlight. It's the place where I ate the first raw oysters of my life. And it's, it, that turned me on so much that I, to this day, I will tell you that's my favorite uh, thing to eat is, is oysters. And we're lucky enough to have some of the best oysters in the world. And I have eaten oysters around the world. And I can tell you it's really true. And not just uh, pulling somebody's leg. When, when you hear about Louisiana oysters being great, you are, you know, just putting the word out uh, that is obviously. And the chef is here. <clears throat> hey, come on in. Uh, put yeah, you, you can you can undo that thing and it'll it'll open up sooner or later. Oh, and then it'll go snap on you. How's that? <laughs> well, I don't know. How do you feel? About I feel it? great. How about you, Tom? <laughs> I'm the same old guy. The same old guy. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, uh, when you have certain fixed posts in your life, uh, you uh, you you start really looking forward to those things, and that's why I'm here. Oh, great. You know, <laughs> we have had such good luck on the first two dinners that we've done here that here we are again looking to do it again. Oh, great. Well, when are y'all coming back? Here we are. Oh, right here now. we are right now. It's you tonight. mean here? Yeah. <laughs> this oh, table. Oh, you're going to have right dinner here. <clears throat> We're going to have dinner here. Again. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we had a good great. time with it last time. Good. Did you enjoy everything? I very much did. And I especially enjoyed the people who wound up at my table. Oh, good. Yeah, they were. they were... Uh, they were just driving around, and they heard me talking about it, and they said, They yeah, stopped that, in. That sounds interesting, and they came for dinner. Oh, that's awesome. And they were really kicks. Yeah, they were good people. And yeah, they were, yeah they were funny. Yeah, we, it was just a great evening, which is just what you come here for. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this time of year, it's uh, the holidays are over. The holidays are the over. The only thing holding a, a, a knife to your neck right now, it's I guess, would be Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> You got it. <clears throat> you know, uh, Dick Brennan Sr., uh -huh. the late Dick Brennan Sr., one of the great people in the history of uh, the New Orleans restaurant business. Anyway, he was, uh, I was talking to him about uh, Valentine's Day once, and I said, that must be a pretty good day for you. And he said, I hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? He said, you only do deuces. Deuces, yeah. And that's it. And nobody wants to go out on Valentine's Day. With no, more than one other person. person. <clears throat> you don't because, want a third wheel. You don't yeah, want to bring the family. And if, and if you show up with, you know, like five people, people start wondering, you know, what, <laughs> what's with that guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've just been censored slightly by our producer back in the studio. Anyway, uh, well, let's, let's talk about what we might eat here tonight. Oh, what, what's, tonight, what's looking good? Let's see. Um, did you have the shrimp and oyster? Um, I'm sorry, the oyster and mushroom stew last time you were I here. I did, and that was knockout, fantastically oh, good. good. Well, we, I love we still things have like that. that. We we yeah. kept it for the winter menu for the winter rotation. Um, and did you have? Did you try the duck? Last time. Uh, what what was on it? It's it's duck with uh, sweet I, potato puree or yam puree. That we, oh, uh, I do we do that, with yeah. a little brown butter and honey sweetener. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep it yeah, as natural yeah. as possible. And then, um, Duck is one of those things that if it's on the menu, I very much, 
you know, it's very likely I might order, gonna it, order so, it. Yeah. yeah. So they all kind of run one into the other, except you know, with some exceptions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, we have uh, we we're doing our Wagyu beef culotte. I think uh, we talked about that one time before with marble potatoes, and uh, we have a little wild exotic mushroom sauce. I hate to use uh-huh. the word wild mushrooms because. Yeah. What yeah, does it well, mean anyway? Well, wild mushrooms to me are are. are not not uh, cultivated, and a lot of times in the culinary industry yeah. and food and beverage industry, they they use the term wild mushrooms, but that's only for me. That's a forage mushroom yeah, to yeah. be a true wild mushroom, because a lot now they take some varieties that were wild and they they cultivate them. So I prefer the term exotic mushroom. Fair enough. Anyway, back to the steak. So it's prepared with some peewee uh, potatoes, which are the peewee little peewee potatoes. But What's another name for them? Marble potatoes, right? Marble potatoes. They're the little tiny. It's not quite a mm. fingerling. It's just a small. Even smaller than even a fingerling? Even smaller than a fingerling, yeah. Yes. Mm. And uh, we, we roast those with little shallots. And then we, at the last minute, just before we plate them, we toss them with some fresh watercress. Mm-hmm. So it lightly. Watercress? Light, yeah. So this is, this is almost a salad, or maybe it is a salad, or kind well, of a semi-salad. I would semi say salad. it's roasted potatoes dressed <clears throat> with watercress. Okay. Some upland crest, so it just slightly wilts, and it just you know, gives a little freshness to the potatoes. Mm. Uh, here's an, a little piece of complete trivia from the good old days. All right. There used to be a restaurant where the walk-ons place is now over on Poydras Street. Okay. In that, Actually, in the building right next to it. It was called Maley's, M-A-Y-L-I-E-S, opened in 1980, excuse me, 18. 76. Wow. So they were there a long time. They, they closed in 1990. And the guy who owned it, Willie Maley, who had, he was second generation. So this has been, you okay. know. Okay. Family a, restaurant. Family restaurant. And um, y- all you had to do to push his button was to just say the word watercress. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And he would give you a half an hour on how to draw, uh, how to raise watercress. You need a ditch, is what he said. You, I have you one have in my backyard. Ditch. Yeah. I was telling my wife that the other day. I, there's ah. so much water here that we could grow watercress. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you certainly could, and because uh, this guy, he was he was a, a little wacky, uh-huh. in in a lot of ways. But he was a good restaurateur, and he he had a good sense of all that stuff. And it grew his own watercress. Grew right? his own watercress in in Mandeville. He uh-huh. he lived in Mandeville, and and he had this ditch running, through, and that's where it <laughs> that's was. Where he it just got there and pick it. <laughs> but it's a very refreshing taste. You're exactly right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like watercress and arugula, all those spicy, yeah. spicy leafy greens. D- do me a favor. Yank huh? that little thing uh, just a little higher. Right there? We, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thank I you. sound better already. Well, yeah, we, we're working on these things. <laughs> you, know, you just say, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you, are you in a big hurry? No. Okay, well, hang on a minute. I, 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 I I'm in a big hurry over at the other end of this yeah. uh, okay, this no, wire. So we'll be back in just a minute or two here on The Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2. We're at the Roosevelt Hotel in the Fountain Lounge, and we'll have more of Hello there. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. I'm very happy to be today at the Roosevelt Hotel in the Fountain Lounge. This is the space... Uh, which in various times in its history was the gourmet restaurant, uh, not just in the Roosevelt Hotel, but in New Orleans. Uh, and it really was the biggest thing. 
You know, it's a shame that not very many relics have pers- have gone on uh, of some of those dinners that they used to do back then, especially the ones around Christmas time. Well, we do the Revion. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're doing that, but I'm telling you, if you had ever seen oh, you told me about that last time I was uh, last time you were here. Yeah, it was uh, it was such an ordeal. Well, not an, an ordeal in a bad way, but uh, it was. <laughs> It I mean, was they, they had a, a nice ordeal. A different theme every uh, every year. They had a Russian Christmas. They had a Cajun Christmas. I think my favorite of all time was uh, Mozart. And they had a, a young guy who can't have been more than 12 years old. I mean, just. And he was here with his violin. And he was dressed up like Mozart would have been in, in at that age. And he would, would just come, walk around from table to table and play his violin. Wow, Somebody cool. said, can you play Turkey in the Rye? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, I mean, he was like, I'm no joke, 12 years old or thereabouts, and he started playing it. <laughs> it was really a kick right in this room. And I'm, I'm assuming the food was excellent as well. Oh, it always was. It, uh, the only thing uh, that's kind of hard to believe is that this it was about a five-course dinner, and everything was First class, first you know, class. it wasn't leftovers. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, despite that, uh, the price was about $35 for the whole dinner. I mean, it, it was just insanely. But that's how long ago it yeah, was. Yeah, that it's was well, another a while back. ancient right? history. Thank you very much. We've just had water well, brought to us. We talked about Valentine's Day a little bit. Yeah. I wanted to introduce. Special menu for that? Uh, yeah, we have a special three-course menu. Yeah. I try to keep it to three courses because it's a weeknight this valentine's day mm-hmm. right it's on a thursday thursday is it thursday wednesday or thursday anyway it's, it's on the 14th that's yeah, all i know it's on the 14th uh, <laughs> um so yeah we have a three course menu with um with sharing plates um we're gonna every course is intended to share we're, we also are serving our regular a la carte menu mm-hmm. for guests who not not the couple that comes right we talked about the deuce they're all deuces but yeah, yeah, we'll have regular hotel guests and oh, I'm sure also you do. regular guests from outside. Where, where else are you going to go? And the international guests—they don't know it's Valentine's Day. Well, most of them. No. <laughs> but I did want to yeah. talk about something. Um, we're we're starting. Um, you know about our, our fried chicken night on Mondays, right? Oh, the fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. So we're we trying to figure out a way to do it in, for one of these shows. Oh, I well, you come on Monday. On a Monday? <laughs> oh, it's it's always Monday. It's always Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Monday from five mm-hmm. five to nine. Well, maybe, uh, uh, people tell me about it all the time that it's and really yeah, superb. Yes, so uh, you get uh, a Carl, which uh, his he's got a great fried chicken. One of our chefs, it's a um, recipe that he's perfected over decades. It comes with a, a free cra- uh, well, uh, uh, I should say free. It's included with a draft beer, so you get a, a chicken meal with um, red beans and rice. Um, Biscuit and um, Carl's Chicken, and also we started doing a Cobbler of the Week. Cobbler so, of yeah, the Week? Yeah, so, we, well, of the Monday. We just served the Cobbler on Monday for oh. ice cream. And uh, on Tuesday now, we're going to have, uh, we, we're, we're going to start a burger night, which Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, bur- everybody loves hamburgers, right? Oh, is that the truth? My wife is the all-time queen Maybe of uh, hamburger eating. She should come and. And she'd love check it. Check it out. So no, we'll, we'll, it's a done deal. When does that start? It's on Tuesday. We're going to start um, this coming next week after. Two, the week after, yeah. That's perfect. That's okay, my birthday. So, oh, perfect. Yeah. So 
It's uh, burgers and bubbles. So burgers and bubbles, yes. not together. I hope. Well, <laughs> it's in a glass. The bubbles we're going to keep in the glass on the side. We'll say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're doing the we're doing some different <clears throat> signature burgers, but mm -hmm. the um, the great thing is they all come with a, a glass of champagne. Well, that's not bad. You know what? But not just champ real champagne. Oh Mom, yeah. Mums from from champagne from France. So the not the California is, uh, Napa stuff or anything else. It's real mom champagne. Uh, the, the the name of the town where they make that is R E I M S, and it right. al that always amused me because if you ever heard a Frenchman pronounce that name, how would you pronounce it? R E I M S. That's where all the champ. That's the headquarters of champagne production in France. So it's uh, Reims, no? Well, you're closer than most people. It, to me, to my ear, uh -huh. it sounds like it, the way they say it is more like, oh, Rons. <laughs> uh, some French, oh. some Frenchman's going to call us in a minute. Maybe uh, my director. They, uh, they don't bother with the, you know, <laughs> whether these jerks know. And it's just <laughs> they've got it all. In. Well, uh, I, I shouldn't talk as I'm, I have about 60 percent of me is French. So, well, there yeah. you go. Me, too. I have a little. Um, yeah. But we're also so doing a little special. We're serving it with beef fat French fries. So we're, we're kind of so uh, throwback to the old McDonald's fries, right? They used to be cook, cooked in beef suet. Well, so they it, are delicious. In, in, the, in the good old days, that really was uh, something. It, it was the one thing that, that, the, that uh, McDonald's really did well, especially when they were still using fresh cut fries. I remember that. You remember? I do, yeah. Fries? In the 60s, they actually were. Bringing in sacks of, sacks of potatoes, they uh -huh. cut them up into fries. They would age them, yeah, and uh, you know, like for a couple of days, and uh, they were really great. I I remember the first time I ate them. I can remember exactly where I was, and I remember thinking, "These are good. <laughs> These are good." Yeah, yeah so yeah. we're doing beef fat fries, um, the glass of champagne, and the the great thing is the price point is twenty four dollars. Mm. For the in, for the first signature burger, we yeah. call it the no-brainer, and it's just a <laughs> a, a regular burger. Uh, well, a, a regular it's a uh -huh. certified Angus beef, I should say. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. you know, a, a nice burger patty. But then we have some different ones. We also have a a vegetarian burger. I don't know if you tried these Beyond burgers. No. It's what? a burger. It's a vegetarian burger patty, but it's made it's pea-based. Instead of, I think they stayed away from soy because there's a lot of soy allergies out there. Uh, yeah. So, but it's pea-based and it has a little bit of beets in it, and it really tastes close to to ground ground beef. Is hmm. you you can't imagine how close to ground beef it tastes. Yeah, I can't. Um, but you, you uh, have to I'm, try. I'm, I'm willing to to go for that. You know that. If you're looking to to, to be uh, that one, we're going to serve with vegetarian fries too. Mm. So well, we're, we're trying sense. to we're trying to have something for everybody on this night. Yeah. And then we have uh, one. How with big oysters. a burger is this? I mean, um, these are seven ounce. So uh, that's burgers. pretty good. Size. Yeah, it's pretty good yeah. size. Yeah. Nearly a half a pound. So to put it. Uh, so we have, and then we have one with. Uh, you know, we had to do the. This is a luxury, luxury spot. So we had to do a luxury burger with. Um, we have a wagyu patty. And it's going to come with oh, foie gras. Uh -huh. It's called the Rossini Burger. We're going to ah. do a little foie gras and uh, truffle, truffle aioli on it. So, and um, a, a tribute, would you, to turn it Rossini? over Rossini? Yeah. Uh, you know what would be the perfect time for that is when there's an opera going off. 
somewhere because Rossini was the composer. composer. He was a composer of uh, quite a few operas. But the funny thing about him was that he was a vegetarian. He was no, no, no. He <laughs> definitely was not because what what you described is more or less what he's famous for. Yeah, uh, is that, that a steak uh-huh. with a, with a foie gras on top, and he. Uh, he actually developed that himself, but he was a gourmet. He was not a chef. But he was he was yeah. a, a, just a serious gourmet, and he got some some chef to. But one of, one of the the famous classic chefs made it for him, right? It was like yeah, that, es, that's Escoffier right. Yeah. Or, or another, as I remember, yeah. that was culinary school, yeah. long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> as, it's, uh, anyway, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about the food scene in our city. And we're at the Roosevelt Hotel where we will be having dinner tonight. If you'd care to join me, it's going to be kind of like the Eat Club dinners that we do, but probably uh, a little more casual, a little easier going. We'll work off the regular menu. That uh, is certainly some, uh, you know, not strictly from hunger or anything. That's it's uh, a good one. All right, we will come back with more of our broad. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, well, you, let's let's uh, listen. Who is it? Michael is here. Michael, welcome. Hey, hey Tom. Hi. Hey, Raz. 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 <laughs> That's a, okay. You. you and if you want, if you want to know the town Joan of Arc was uh, put to the torch at, is Orléans. Orléans. No, 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 no. She's from Orléans. She was put to the torch in Rouen. It's R-O-U-E-N. R-O-U-E-N. Oh, I've seen that one, too. But I've never heard it pronounced. Thanks for sharing that with us. Ah. Okay. Rams and Rams. Well, yeah. Okay. Did, uh, I heard uh, my favorite dish, the uh, foie, foie gras burger. Does he make it over there? We're going to make yeah. it on Tuesday night. Well, not this Tuesday, but uh, a, week, a week from Tuesday, this Tuesday. Yeah. Is that, that uh, going to be available just at one night? Well, if you come, I'll make it. I'll, well, we can make it happen for you any night. But um, that night, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come with uh, a glass of champagne, and um, for forty four dollars, you get a real glass of champagne and the foie gras burger with uh, black Re- truffle mayonnaise and wagyu beef. Black Sounds truffle. great. Is that that's real champagne, not any California stuff they call champagne over here. <laughs> no, yeah, that's correct. It's real champagne. Uh, that was one thing I insisted on when we did the. When we 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 concepted the the night, this man knows what he's doing. Raz, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, you you bring all of that up, uh, but uh, that's that sounds good. You know, uh, the idea of champagne might not seem like an obvious partner to a hamburger, but the to me the most wonderful thing about champagne is that it really does go with. Everything. It goes with everything. No matter what you're eating. Uh, somebody once pointed out to me that it doesn't really go very well with chocolate. I don't know. I've never tried. I, I can see uh, where you're coming from. Maybe a demisec would go, I think. Maybe that's it. Probably, yeah, put a yeah. little sweetness behind yeah. it, and then you got something. You got something there. Um, yeah. I can't think of it. I like it with high. Well, it goes great with fatty foods. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, easy, Just about a nice match. That's why I, I always say if you want to give somebody who you know likes wine 
if you want to give them something for their birthday or Christmas or whatever. Give them a real bottle of champagne. Give them a bottle of champagne because yeah. you're not going to go wrong there. You know, everything no. else, oh, no, I really don't like Merlot's. I really prefer Malbec. You know, you don't get that yeah. with champagne. Everybody loves champagne. You're right. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Well, it, and it's certainly the, the, the beverage of choice on uh, Valentine's Day. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So uh, we also have ice. We're gonna also have some tr- sweet treats that night: ice cream cones and um, ice cream cones. Yeah, from uh, ice cream cones and a brownie sundae. If you decide to splurge all the way, this is this, this, so. This would be quite a meal. Yeah, well, you don't. Well, the, that's separate. Um, you know, of course, if you want to go that far, with yeah. I, I I thought that ice cream cone would be a perfect perfect ending to a to a yeah, burger. I, I, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's a, you think about it. Yeah. You know why not? Uh, there's uh, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you about this though, when when burgers are like knocked up a notch or two, uh-huh. they they uh, often are very good as a result of that, especially if whoever is doing it in the back puts a little crust on the outside and leaves it juicy in the middle. That's what I like. That's anyway. what you have to do. You have to put a high heat, get <clears> a nice heat. crust, sear, on flat it. top grill, or you know, and you don't do it squeeze with the juice out. Oh, of it. That's I this mortal sin, right? Ev- I've don't seen that so many times where where the cook it throws it on the grill and then they just like they take the big spatula and, <laughs> and you're just like choking all of the juices out. It makes like a little short circuit in my brain. When yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> anyway, the uh, uh, what what I was going to say though is that whenever somebody tries to come up with a, a the next level of hamburger, it winds up making it thicker to the point where you can't really bite it unless you have an alligator sized mouth. I, I agree with that. Whenever you see these burgers, especially ones that the, the ones that are, that are really thick, too thick, and and you can't eat them, and then they start falling apart, and the tomatoes go over here, and the mushrooms roll over there. And there's a whole, well, there's a whole concept to sandwich building, right? It's gotta, you, you gotta be able to to take a bite and get a little bit of everything. Yeah. So one of those burgers, like if it's slipping slipping apart, then you don't get a bite of everything. I don't like it. The guy who uh, used to own the Camellia Grill, as a matter of fact, I think he created the Camellia Grill back in the 40s, 1940s. Uh, they, they, I was in there one night, and there was a guy, there was a convention going on, a, a, a restaurant convention uh, going on in the city, and everybody went over there for some reason. And um, uh, this, this guy from Chicago or wherever, he, he said, well, how much meat do you put on these sandwiches of yours? And he says, I have no idea, is what he said. And he said, all I tell my guys is this, when they take the last bite out of the sandwich. It better have some meat in it. Meat and cheese or whatever you started with, it's got to be there or else it's you know it's what bad. I tell You know what I tell my guys? Tell me. Because one time I was like, I, I was trying to explain, hey, we need to put a little more more in there because, you know, we've got to make a nice sandwich. And he said, yeah. chef, you want me to make a mean sandwich? <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's what I want. I want a mean yeah. sandwich. So whenever, yeah. I'm, whenever we're training or teaching a um, new cook coming along making sandwich, I was like, can you make a mean sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I can make a mean sandwich. <laughs> well, what I don't want to hear is when you tell me, well, our food costs have to hit a certain number. I don't want to know about that. No, no <laughs> you don't want to know about that. I don't, you know, yeah. you don't have to teach that to cooks. For some reason, they're stingy sometimes right out the gate. And I'm like, no, no. I know. I, I, I noticed. We've got to give a good value, you know. Some Let's, years ago, and in this case, you were not guilty because I brought it up, not you. 
but uh, if you're talking to somebody, anybody in the restaurant business, and you're sitting down and having dinner with them maybe even, what you wind up hearing is, you know, well, you know, that, that, that we love that dish, but it's got a 28% food cost. <laughs> this is something you never should do. No, you shouldn't ever do <laughs> never it. It's share. all about a value, though. That's, <clears throat> yeah. that's what I care. I want to give my guests a good value. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to a great dinner tonight. Wait a minute. Uh, we, have a, we have long enough, unless you really have to get back in the kitchen. I got a... Not until I got another few minutes. Go okay, ahead, take the call. Let me take a call, sure. and then uh, there was one more thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, this is the food show. Sal is here. Come on in, Sal. Welcome. Happy New Year. How are you? Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Everything's cool. Good. I was just listening to y'all's conversation, and it reminded me of a place that no longer exists, as yeah. we say, ain't there no more. Uh-huh. Remember Mike's Mid City Grill? I sure do. They had a uh, $125 hamburger. That's exactly what your conversation was ma- making me remember. And, of course, I never had it. But it well, was a you know what the trick kind was, of a so. – well, of course I know what the trick was. Yeah. It was a $125 hamburger with caviar and uh-huh. grilled onions, and it came with a free bottle of Dom Perignon. Exactly oh, right. Yeah, that's exactly. I thought I invented something new. <laughs> No, it was great, though. But, you know, the the gimmick of it was uh, novelty, but I think what y'all are doing is fantastic. I I hope to make it over there. Is it next week, you said? Yeah, we're starting next week, but it'll be every Tuesday. Every Every Tuesday. Tuesday. Come and see us. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for calling. See ya. Uh, Can I ask you a question related to that? My Uh dad, I'm somewhat local. I grew up up in Algiers. When I was a young child. But that's okay. That's okay. permitted. Uh, you're okay with that? Yeah. I thought he Anyways. was going to say, are you call, are you call like growing up? <laughs> Assuming that you've had all your shots, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, especially measles. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, there's something going on with measles in the news right now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so my dad used to tell me about this place that had meatballs or it might have been my grandmother told me that they used to serve meatballs and spaghetti and there was a there they used to put a diamond ring oh yeah is that, that a real is that oh, a true that, story that really it was a diamond it was a, a diamond okay. it was just a diamond and that was uh trader wait a minute what was his his nickname uh his last name uh well originally was bracado uh, and oh, then he became moran and it was uh, Jimmy Moran was his son. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, he was, uh, I think it might have been Jack. Anyway, uh, it was Diamond Jim. That, well, Diamond that is Jim. What, Diamond Jim. And he every now and then would slip an actual diamond into a meatball. And uh, he would catch them before they would swallow it or, or start chewing on it. But these were only really big top-end uh, celebrities. And you, if you went there, you would not, you know, be in the running to get a, a I, I wouldn't diamond. have a chance is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't. It was, but everybody was intrigued by it. They used to make these enormous meatballs that were extremely light in texture. Mm-hmm. And they would uh, do it at table side, and they would make us a, a sauce that had a pretty good kick of crushed red pepper in it. Oh, I like that. It was good. That sounds delicious. And they used to have Making one. me hungry. <clears throat> well, there you are. You know, that's that's what that's the whole purpose of this radio show is yeah. to make you hungry. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Well, thanks for uh, stopping in and, uh, and spending for some time me. with us and for for letting us uh, do our dinners here. 
of course. as we continue celebrating 125 years uh, that, yeah. that the Roosevelt that has the Roosevelt. been in existence. And uh, for a long, long time, uh, our radio station, WWL, was broadcasting from this building. For all I know, it might have been from this spot. I don't know. I think it was the Blue Room. I think it was the but, Blue Room, too. And the but, Blue Room's uh, always <coughs> been on that side and that yeah. the Blue Room. And the Red Room is over there, and the Plaid Room is over there, and, you know, you never know. Yeah. We're yeah. Wait, working <laughs> on the Paisley Room. The Paisley Room. Well, With why With that, not? I'm out. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, there, there you go. Uh, and it's nice talking to you. Uh, Jason Schneider, executive chef, chef of the whole McGillah here, huh? Yeah. You know, right. room service and everything else. I get it all. I'll thanks. bet you do. Well, thanks for stopping in. Thanks. Let's see. Somebody's on hold again? Oh, all right. We will come back with more of the food show after first, if you will. This this is the Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. You know, it sounds like an ID or something. Well, in a sense, uh, it is. How's our uh, new transmitter building coming? Uh, uh, oh, the, <laughs> the 1350. The one for 1350. It's still in the planning. I, I miss being on 1350. Yeah, I know you do. And I miss, miss I want so badly to mm. re- restore that, even if it's just a simulcast. That would be yeah. great. You know, so... Um, Still in the planning stages, but it is going to happen this year sometime. We had, we thought we had a, a lead on a, on a kind of a deal on a building uh, to replace, but um, hmm. we ran into some logistical issues with that. So uh, now we're back to the, uh, the the searching phase. So, well, <laughs> it'll happen. I, I I hope I live to see it. I, and listen, I, 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 I'm, I feel comfortable about it happening, and I, I, I already told yeah. the boss I want to, when we have it built and, and we're ready to turn on the new transmitter, I want to bring you over there and let you actually. Oh, I want to see it. And I've, it's been a long time. I have been there before, but it was. Uh, it looked like you were taking your life in your hands. Yeah, it, it is. Well, the building is, is the, the existing building is. But yeah, that's the, what I yeah, mean. Yeah. Well, well, that's. I mean, it's been around a long time. They had this. Wonderful old transmitter that looked like it would have made the perfect thing for a movie set. It is still there. It's still there, huh? Yeah. Missing the uh, RCA logo that was uh, hijacked uh. by a former uh, executive years ago. Oh, what the hell with him. <laughs> if I ever see him again, I'll... This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Hotel and their gourmet dining room uh, known as the... Uh, the uh, flam I always want to say flambo the but fountain that's a, the lounge. fountain lounge and uh that which might make it sound like you know a place where you'd go for a drink but I love so the decor in here it's, <coughs> oh yeah it's, it's very art deco very nice. type uh, yeah, it's very very masculine uh, but it's a full-fledged restaurant full menu and lots of variety and yeah. this is where they focus you know their cutting edge kind of food uh, ambitions and uh they're here for lunch and dinner every day and uh, I don't know if they do do brunch here or not. I'm not sure. I know they do a brunch, but I can't remember where it is. <coughs> it's a big enough hotel that they can, you know, have a lot of choices. Over the uh, coming months, we will be moving around to some of those other parts of the hotel to uh, see what else they have here because they have quite a few. Like the Blue Room. The Blue Room, yeah, we've done that one. Boy, was that a hit. Yeah. We had about... 50, 60 people for that one. Oh, that's it good. Was, yeah, it was yes. good. Yeah. 260 
6368. We have a couple minutes here if you uh, would like to talk with us. I'd like to talk with you. 2606368 is our number. Uh, let's see. What else do we need to uh, handle? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, speaking of things going on right now, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the Eat Club is going to Alaska. We're going to Alaska Ooh. in uh, June. Really? Uh, and we're, it's the perfect time to go because it'll it'll be the summer solstice. Yes. You will see something very close to the midnight sun. We we need to be a little farther north than we're going. <clears throat> but then you can see the, the midnight sun. This is where the sun dips in the horizon, but it doesn't quite go doesn't, all the that's, way out. That's exactly right. Wow. And uh, it never does get dark. Yeah. Even after the sun goes down below the horizon, it never gets dark. That's amazing. Well, it, the only bad thing about that is that if, you, if you're going there to look at the relative positions of the stars... Forget that. Uh, you won't really see it. And and too bad, uh, the northern lights also. Oh, that should be nice. I, yeah, but you got to go through. You know, you have to be there in the winter. And, I, oh, yeah. you, know, that, you know, things cancel each other out. And yeah. Being in, in Alaska in the winter, uh, you know, I, I find the temperature we're having today is being too cold for my taste. So Well, it, it, oddly enough, it was far warmer in Alaska than in Chicago uh, yesterday. That's what I heard. I heard that the uh, temperatures in parts of the uh, Midwest are at the same level as those in Antarctica. Yes. What a thought. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Yeah, better than, the, well, I mean, I, I feel sorry for them. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to live with that. Well, let's see. Where uh, <coughs> all of a sudden... <coughs> All of a sudden, I seem to be choking over my own uh, body. Well, I thought you anyway. were swallowed that frog. Yeah, it sounded like it. Yes. Didn't it? Uh, we. It's time for the news, and then we'll come back with more of the food show. And I hope you're still there too. And uh, I even more hope that you'll give us a call and tell us where you've been eating lately, what's been good, what hasn't been. And uh, I have a few other things to share with you as well. I have a uh, a good recipe in the newsletter today. It's for stewed chicken. With peas and, and and rice and all of that, a great uh, lunch special in a lot of restaurants used to be, but not anymore. All right, stay tuned. The news is coming up next over most of these frequencies from WWL FM HD two Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.